jungle for monkeys went fishing, that is, till their trip went awry. One's a Kushin, and one's a chimpanzee, the other baboon, the last a blue monkey. Leaving their homeland, stepping away into time, not Hello everyone, welcome to Jungles and Dragons, a, a D&D actual play podcast about four monkeys who travel to Forgotten Realms and do various fantasy things trying to save their monkey friends. Um, let's go around to the table, introduce all ourselves. Ethan, you want to start us out? What's up guys, it's me Ethan, I'm back again, I'm playing Paul Benus, uh, the, what is this guy's fucking called? He is a paladin, chimpanzee, and... This week's uh, fun monkey fact, funny monkey fact, is that uh, least favorite smells. So, Paul Benus' least favorite smell is of the saliva of uh, the jungle Venus flytrap. You know, because uh, I think you all know where this is going. You know, Paul Benus, he's kind of a curious guy, you know. Uh, he used to go collecting bugs and such, and uh, he came across a Venus flytrap and. uh well, he got his head stuck in it for for a couple of for a few hours. You know, he had to get his dad to pull him out. And uh, now, whenever he he see he smells the scent of a Venus flytrap, he gets really scared and he gets was it, was it like a giant one or like a little one? It's <laughs> it was a little was one because like he was a, a normal sized Venus flytrap. <laughs> no, it was a giant. Yeah, it was a giant one. You know, a big exotic Venus flytrap, <laughs> piranha plant like. You know, so uh, yeah. Funny. It is funny, and it's a monkey fact, so it works. So. Well, these are funky monkey facts. It's so funky, not funny. Oh, All right. Um, Ethan, you're good. You're <laughs> this is my last episode, you're everyone. Off the so, uh, enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. Screwed last, up. So. Shut up, Ethan. Go God. back, go back to stacked. Yep. All right. Okay, I'm my name's August, and I'm I'm actually playing a new character today. Um, his name is is Gorgulon, and he's oh he's, god no, <laughs> he's an Atraxi. And he, that is not true. None of that is true. <laughs> no, it's this is called true. the Lying Podcast. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. It's none of the things we say. This is, is our special lying episode. <laughs> Where nothing we say is true. <laughs> it's different from all the other episodes because it's it's it's, it's a slower start. In, the In same this otherwise. episode, Spoons Rango tells the truth every single time. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm I'm playing Spoonus, and he's a the wizard, and he's a blue monk, and he. Uh, uh, he got a, a least favorite smell, as well as a favorite smell, which we talked about last time, which I forgot. Uh, his his least favorite smell is uh, it, it, it's uh, lemon pledge because he don't like when floors are clean. He slipped too much on the clean floor. <laughs> wow, relatable. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, hey guys, Gabe here. I'm gonna be playing Eugene T. Monkey, level three mountain dwarf fighter, also an old capuchin monkey. Yeah. 
<laughs> his least favorite smell is um his least favorite smell is the vape. He hates the vape smell because he <laughs> especially with these young jungle kids, they always um they always do like fruity like fruity treats. And he's all like, Oh my god, what's that smooth fruity treat in the air? And he floats in the air and follows the smell like a <laughs> like a cartoon animal, but then he figures out it's a vape and he's like, Ah, damn it. I've been tricked again. Not my it's not a sweet. Not my sweet. <laughs> it's not a it's not a sweet dessert or a fruit. What is this? <laughs> Oh, all right. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's me, Harrison. Just kidding. That was a lie. My name is Nick. I'm playing. I'm playing Ani, who is a baboon and also a druid. Uh, my and a tiktolik. Mo- yeah, and currently a tiktolik. Uh, also, maybe my- a baby. Maybe who knows? Uh, I don't think we know what baby tiktoliks look like. Um. My least favorite smell is the scent of crime. (laughs) (laughs) Any elaboration on that, or just don't like crime? Not a big fan of it. Cool. Um, uh, Hi, I'm Harrison, the DM, the the Dungeon Monkey Master. Um, A funky monkey fact, my least favorite smell. So you guys know about piss shavings, right? (laughs) What? No! (laughs) Not this again. I uh, I only talked about it last week, so yeah. I'm not going to go over it again. Maybe I'll I'll mix it up again and do my my favorite smell. Oh wait, I forgot! It's great how it's... You said that was your favorite smell last week. (laughs) Okay, so if piss shaving is my favorite smell... According to the the, the what's your, your the least favorite is what? Yeah, you were you were a week early yeah. to lies episode. <laughs> My least favorite smell is probably, um, dude. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Let's go on. Um, Nintendo. You like um. You like you like raspberry smell. You, you always say I like raspberry smell so much, don't you? That's you true. I say that it. constantly. I say that so many times. That's like, like my catchphrase at this point. We go to the mall to to, to to bully some nerds and buy some backpacks. You always say I love the raspberry smell. Well, even like when we're on Discord and stuff, you're like, "Oh, you guys smell it? it? Smells like raspberries." And we have to keep reminding you that we're like not in the same place. So it's like it's really awkward. Yeah, no. When we're in our when when I'm in like my underground base, like talking to my walkie-talkie, and you guys are hanging out at the mall with your ice cream, and like we're talking about like like our the latest the latest '80s movie we saw uh, while running away with uh, bullies who are carrying bats with nails in them, and I'm just always constantly talking about. Um, it smells yeah. like raspberries. You know, there are times, yeah, you know, we all Dude, go it biking. smells like fucking raspberries in here. We all go out <laughs> biking down by the, the sand pits and in search of a body yeah. that will change our relationship forever. And you're always right. talking about, I love raspberries so much, all the time, always. Yeah, I know, and we're like holding hands walking down the railroad, tra- uh, railroad tracks. I don't think I've ever done that with you. I don't think I've done that After finding a dead body that changes the course of our friendship forever. Yeah, Harrison rubs his stomach and goes, Mmm, raspberries. <laughs> I oh, rub my feet. My big portly tummy and go, mmm, raspberry. I smell raspberry. This has gone on for entirely too long. Um, anyway, before we start the episode, of raspberry talk. Right before we start the episode, I just want to say uh, two things. Number one, um, apologies for the long break between our, yeah, our sorry, previous episode guys. and this one. Yeah, it was Nick's fault. Yeah, it was Nick's fault. It's all Nick's fault. Uh, 
so apologies for that. We're going to try, hopefully, not to do that again. But you know us, so no promises there. The other thing I wanted to say is I'm using a new dice box today, which Ooh. I bought from Smog's Bazaar. Yes. Please check out Smog's Bazaar. We have a sponsor. Um, I'll put... <laughs> I'll put the wait. Put wait, the, you, you didn't give us time to work out bits regarding Smog's Bazaar. I'll, I'll put. Right the, I'll put the. the I'll put the link in the description to their Twitter account, and maybe also their Etsy. Uh, awesome, awesome little company run by a friend of ours. They make. Uh, they make um, like little little handmade D and D shit. It's really cool and cute, and I got an awesome dice box there. You should check it out. Uh, potion bottles look great. I want to get one of those. Uh, project, the potion bottles are awesome. Projecting this to our three listeners. If you are one of our three <laughs> listeners, please check out Smog's Bazaar. Our eight listeners. Um, five so their sales months. better go up by at least three. Come on. I'm honestly really surprised that a gecko made this. It's really impressive. Wait, you're telling me that a gecko made this? Let's start the episode. Okay. This is where the jungles and dragons thing plays, right? Quick refresher, because it's been a long, a long time since we recorded. All of you are standing atop this golden dome, surrounded by time water. Also standing here are Drist Donovan and the Priestess of the Dark Water. The Priestess of the Order of the Dark Water. And, uh... Excuse you. Also some bystanders who I, I gave sort of mixed messages about who they were last time because I didn't really care. This time I'm going to try to nail it down. We'll say also here um, as NPCs are one drow elf, two Duergar dwarves, which are these grizzled dwarves that live down here and one orc are also there. These are sort of the, the sole survivors of this civilization. And um, That's some spinoff material. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, also, again, surrounding you is this time water, which is teeming with these strange spider creatures, and also um, an aboleth. There's an aboleth uh, here, um, which is demanding that you give it the book. And lastly, there is the the monkey, the macaque, Morticia Adams family, who has just helped Spoons regain his consciousness and is uh, standing nearby you. And quick reminder, Ani, you are currently a tick to leak. Nice. Uh, -huh. uh all right, okay. guys. Uh, let's start uh, getting uh, getting our heads together, huh? Mm-hmm. So it's just the Aboleth that we have to fight, right? Just that guy? Yeah, yeah it's just it's just an Aboleth. No big deal. For now. All right. Well, I have a sword. Um, and I I have some axes. Okay. Spoons, you got um. Oh yeah, Spoons, you're awake. Spoons. Hello? Can anybody hey, hear me? Hello? My ears, they're all full of gunk. I can't hear you. Yeah, Hello? Let me, pull, let me scoop the gunk out of your ears. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the gunk's out of my ears now. Thank you so much, Pool. Paul, yeah, Pal. Yeah, yeah, it tastes good, too. Hey, Spoons, how you doing? You were asleep for a while. How you doing? I, I don't feel rested. <laughs> Do you, do you feel rested enough to maybe uh, throw throw some spells around, you know? Yeah, this big old abolisk uh, thing, this guy. Hey, where's Ani? Uh, chick to leak. Ani evolved into a chick to leak over there. See that, that little like, fish thing? That, like, 
fish lizard. No, where? Oh, oh, or the ground over there? Yeah, that's all I have. You had a whole, you had a whole one-liner based on the whole concept. Yeah. I had a what? You know, a, the, a one-liner the, is like a um, a phrase. Uh, thing you say. You know the the iconic <laughs> we line. We sit down in a circle like cro- with cross legs. <laughs> 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 Sorry, explain this to me a little bit more, huh? I will advise you to um, think about what the Avaleth. Where is the Aboleth in its element, and where is it out of its element? Maybe think about that. Ah, we gotta get it out of the water. We gotta get it out of there. When it's in the water. It's out of its element. Okay. Um. Does anyone have any like heat fire spells or something? <laughs> I, I think an ice spell. Would I be think. Oh, Ani does. Uh, tick to leak. All right. Here's I, my plan. We boil him out of there. We boil the water. <laughs> we have. We have a big crawdad boil. Yeah, we we boil them up. Why don't we? Why don't we just? Donnie, don't you have mold earth? (laughs) Can can you lift? (laughs) Can you make a big hill and like lift them up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, thank you for talking to us. Thank you for responding. Little buddy, I really um, we gotta work on our communication with this guy, huh? <laughs> spoons, spoons. What is what is on your your character sheet? What's on your spell list? <laughs> I have firebolt, frostbite, mage hand, thaumaturgy, and floating disc. Mm. And mage hand also, him out of the water. Also, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Harrison. I'd like to pick him up with my mage hand and raise him out of the water. Can I do that? <laughs> I don't like to... think you can quite do that. What does the environment look like around us? Oh, DM. Uh, the environment, um, so, uh, I said earlier that the Golden Dome building was the tallest building here, so, um, there's not really any, um, other buildings, but there is some floating debris on top of this water, and sort of at the, what was probably the edge of the city before it got covered up in time water, there are, uh, sort of, sort of these, these cave walls, these cavern walls with sort of paths carved into them. Uh, sort of a, almost like a shore on the other side leading up to this big cavern wall. Um, there's no other survivors really, uh, but there is like this debris floating around and yeah, the sort of the sort of cavern wall with a shore jutting out of it on the other side. Mm. Uh, what does on the other side mean? Just sort of on, like if you were to swim across, well you can't, can't swim I guess, but if you were to swim across this time water in like any direction away from you, you would come to this sort of wall eventually. Okay, can Ooh. I roll to him to tie all his legs together? He doesn't have legs, he has tentacles. Why don't I, we, why yeah, don't I we mean his tentacles. <laughs> what time we grab, what don't, why don't we just get on some of the debris and then just start sailing to the shore? Mm. Hey, um, listener. A uh, quick break from the episode here. Basically what happens next in the episode is that everyone starts putting their heads together and and thinking and planning and scheming and plotting. Uh, But uh, we had a bit of an oopsie. Um, One of us, uh, our audio got pretty fucked up and unusable. I'm very sorry, I know we are terrible, we are terrible at producing content. Uh, This is the only time this will ever happen, I swear. We will not let this happen again. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, so I've, I've cut ahead a little bit. Where I'm cutting in um, is me uh, summarizing the plan that they came up with. 
Uh, so you're not really going to miss anything out on plot. Uh, uh, you're just going to miss like a couple minutes of them uh, scheming. So I'm very sorry about that. Um, yeah, let's cut back into it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this break, this uh, brief reprieve from the wild turrets of adventure that we've been on. Um, yeah, let's get back into it. Okay. So just to, again, just to get make sure I have the plan straight. So like Eugene suggested, you will sail across this time water to the shore. However, uh, instead of making some bullshit raft, um, Spoons Rango is going to spend 10, make, 10 minutes making a floating disc and then trail behind him with all of you on it. Okay. That's okay. the plan. That's the yeah. plan. That's gonna take a bit. Well, let's just beat the fuck out of him while we're waiting. <laughs> let's fight the apple, I guess. Let's fucking do this. All right, guys, have fun fighting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah, can we can we have a moment where we, like circle around spoons while he's casting? It's like I think that's pretty cool looking. So spoons starts building this this floating disc with all of you around him, and I think the Abeleth looks over and sees that it's in and says, "Oh, come on, not more of." Your schemes. Just give me the book. Come on. I put my finger over my mouth. Fuck you. Fuck all of you and your tentacles and shit. Fuck you. <sighs> okay, okay, fine. Um, alright. You know what? Uh, I guess we'll do this again. Cool. More combat. Just what I was wanting. Alright, guys. Uh, go get it. And, um... Pouncing out of this water are two gnolls. They ah. climb onto the golden dome and they start quivering and shaking and cackling these hyena laughs and their fur is drenched with this time water and their bodies begin to bend over and their spines begin to rise and contort until standing before you are not two gnolls but two gigantic hyena creatures uh, on all fours with these frothing mouths. And uh, in front of you are two what I have labeled um, dire hyenas. Dire hyenas! Whoa! You know, there was once a musical number talking about nothing strikes fear like a knoll. <laughs> These definitely do. Nothing strikes fear like a knoll. You gotta pay the knoll toll if you want to get into that knoll hole. Okay, Eugene, you're starting the round. Alright, let's go, baby. These dire hyenas. Let's go, baby. Uh, I'm gonna be simple. Hand axe one, then hand axe the other. Hell yeah. No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I hand X one of them. Okay. Uh, can you tell me what you rolled instead of just saying you do it? Okay. Uh, well, one with them, I, I hit an 8, and the other one, I got a 20. Okay, yeah, so you definitely take one of them. Uh, you yeah, roll let's... damage? Yeah, baby. Six damage. Six yeah, damage. Six damage. Six damage, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You do I make you, um, you damaged, baby. You cleave your axe into this hyena, and um, do you have anything else on your turn? Usually, it seems like usually you do more stuff than that. 
No, that was my action bonus action. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, next up is the Adoleth, which um, it doesn't do much. Um, it it sees uh, it sees spoons casting this ritual, and it it says, uh, "Oh no, you don't! Oh no, you don't!" Um, spoons, give me a wisdom check. Okay, I'm I'm quite a wisdom wise. saving throw. I mean, yeah, they call me your big brain. They call me Spoon the Wise. They call me Spoon the Wise because I always roll 14s on wisdom checks. That is what I rolled, if it wasn't clear. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 14 does it. Um, um, can I... Can this I, this uh, site... What? I was going to ask, can I, can I like, hand something to someone on my turn, or is my is all my being just making the ritual? I'll let you do, like, bonus actions. We'll get to your okay. turn in a moment. Cool. So, Sorry. um... You, you notice the psychic, you feel the psychic connection between you and the Aboleth as it tries to, like, overflow your brain with this psychic, Abolethic energy. However, it fails to do so. Epic um, fail! I think, uh, I think your tinfoil hat uh, protects you. Um, next up is the dire hyena, which, which uh, Eugene just struck, so it's going to charge at him. It charges at you with this frothing mouth. And no. um, and tries to lunge its teeth into your shoulder, and it rolls uh, seventeen. I don't think that hits, does it? I do a backflip out of the way. Eighteen, baby. Hell yeah! Okay, wow. you backflip out of the way, and it, it misses you. Next up is Ani, the Tiktalik. Okay, I'm gonna look at the the one uh, the one big flopper that Eugene didn't hit, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm just gonna stare at him <laughs> intently. And and just go, <clears throat> and as, as I do that, like a, a vein pops out of my head. You can tell I'm I'm, I'm really struggling here. Wow, and and, and as I do it, magical energy flows through me, and I turn into a boar. Just a what? Boar. <laughs> Holy what the fuck! fuck? <laughs> Wait, you can shape shift. Ani, you can be become a boar. You're so all the other monkeys, you watch as Ani, who just got turned against his will into a tick leak. <laughs> Uses his his newfound druidic powers and transforms into a boar. Hey, baby. Are you time? Are you yanking my chain? Is that, is that my, can I do something else? Can I charge at them? I'll let you do something else. I don't know if Wild Shape takes a full turn or not, uh, but my rule is that if what you do isn't cool enough, you can do something else after that. <laughs> I'm gonna do the, the classic boar attack. Charge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna charge 20 feet straight forward at the 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 guy, okay. and I'm gonna hit it with a tusk charge! attack. Okay, uh, ro roll your attack, Kara, and make sure to add whatever boars get to hit. They should pro they probably get some sort of plus. <laughs> What's the boar bonus? Come on. Yeah, add your boar bonus. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, let me check that. Is that is that including their their bonus? I don't know what the bonus is. Hold on, send me the boar. Send me, send me the boar sheet. Show me boar bonus. Send me Google, the boar stat block. Boar. Okay. Oh, you use your tusk attack when you charge. Yeah. So okay, so your tusk attack is plus three to hit. So when you roll twelve, you would add two to that. So that which is fourteen. Okay. Which is good because that's exactly the dire hyena's uh, armor class. So you nice. manage to hit the, the dire hyena. Your tusks go into it, and um, 
Let's read what charge does. If the boar moves at least 20 feet straight towards a target, uh, I don't think you... Uh, no, I'll say... I think you move 20 feet. This is a big dome. And then hits it with a tusk attack on the same turn. The target takes an extra uh, 1d6 slashing damage. Oh, if shit. the target is a creature, must succeed on a DC 11 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay, so add... So do your... Um, do your tusk damage also add 1d6? Um, and then I will roll a strength check to see if this hyena is knocked prone. Oh, okay, you have a okay. funny one-liner and a funny boar voice. Uh, I don't think uh, he can talk because he's a boar. Okay, uh, seven. Seven? Okay, it takes seven damage and it also rolled a four, so it gets knocked prone as you leave these huge goring holes in its in its side. Wow. Um, boar that's holes. Pretty, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty metal. That's pretty boronic. Yeah, what does Borani say, uh, speaking as a boar with boar noises? I say, uh... Akuna Matata! <laughs> okay, next up is Paul Venus. Yahoo! Alrighty. Um, I'm going to cast a Sacred Weapon before I do my attack. So, that's the power of positive energy and good thinking! Yeah! Um, who's closest to me? Uh, the enemy there, uh, let's. I'll, I'll see the hyena with the uh, the axe wound in his shoulder. All right, then I'm gonna give him a big side slash with my sacred weapon, and that's gonna be. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Natural monkey. Yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. Deal double damage. Yes. Okay. Double um, damage. Yahoo! All right, uh, that's twelve. Uh, fuck yeah! Uh, Yahoo. you um, you take your glowing, vibrating sword and launch it at this this uh, dire hyena, and it plunges straight into its chest, and and it makes it quite bloodied. Yes. And, um, the hyena howls in pain as your sword dives into it. Yeah. Um, howls and yowls. I love blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick blood. Starts drinking the blood. There's so much blood in here. Okay, next up is the other dire hyena, the one that you didn't attack. It's going to go after Boar Ani, who, or, wait, no, it's prone. Um, so this, this hyena, uh, with the, with these, uh, these, these gore holes in its side, um, it's been knocked prone, so it is going to try to sort of crawl over to you, Borani, and and bite you with disadvantage. Uh, that's a two. I assume a two does not beat the boar's armor class. Yeah, it does not. Okay. So yeah, it tries to bite at your boar ankles, but it misses. Uh, and next up is... Uh, no, check my notes, but I think it's the priestess. Uh, no, it's Spoons. Okay, Spoons. Okay, I, I have a hilarious, crazy idea for my turn. I'm gonna go, um... Well, I assume go... you're using your main action to channel floating disc, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm gonna use my main action to channel floating disc, but then for my, uh, my bonus action, I'm gonna go, Paul! Hey! Hey, ho homie! Ho home, yeah? Paul! What do you Paul. want? Why? Put it in the mouse, Paul! And I'm tossing over my wild surge grenade to him. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, that's cool. And I say, Paul, put it in the mouth, Paul. Oh yeah, okay. the mouth. Okay, that's. I'll. I'll say that's your bonus action. 
uh, and yeah, you you are one. Uh, I don't want to uh, get all technical, so I'll say you're about one minute into your ten minute ritual um, right. to summon floating desk. Floating disc, not floating desk. Floating desk. Get all my work done. <laughs> I read the fine print wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Okay, next up is the priestess. Uh, she claps her hands together and she starts uh, citing this prayer. Uh, she uh, she says these this this uh, the string of words that you don't quite understand. You hear the the oh, name God. Wolf in there at some point, and she points at spoons with a finger gun, and a force field summons around him. What's this broad oh, talking oh. about? <laughs> Next up is Drist, and um, the game is afoot. He says the game is afoot. And um, he he whips out his wand and uh, oh, shoots, whoa, a whoa, wait. <laughs> shoots a fireball. Shoots a fireball at this prone hyena, which means he has advantage. Let's see what he rolls. Let's see, with advantage, he rolls an eighteen. So he shoots this fireball at this creature and deals uh, six damage. To this oh, dire hyena. All um, right, pretty good, pretty good, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Next up is Eugene. Yeah, pretty Eugene good for a rookie. <laughs> so uh, I start. What's what's left? The hyena, the hyena. Yeah. Hyena, Two hyenas. Yeah. There is one with there is one with a sword and an axe wound, and one with these holes in its side. Well, the whole the holy one's gonna die. So I'm gonna do with the other one. Okay. <clears throat> So I, I start running at the thing. I grab up my battle axe. I wave it over my head two-handed. And let me roll. 21. 12. 12. Close. Does not hit. Uh, I bonk my own head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You lift your hand back up. And it's just so heavy because you're such a tiny monkey. And I think it slips a little bit and bonks It's, it's a normal head. size hand axe. Boom. Yeah. A great axe. Wow. Uh, is that is that all of your turn? Oh yeah, I have a bonus action. Yeah, you do. Oh, but I can't do anything on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything. Never mind. Jump the, on um, the next up oh, is yeah, the I, I do it. I do a little oh. dance. Okay. <laughs> Eugene does a little a little hoe down dance. Do his, his knees up. Yeah, um, looks pissed. Let's see. I'm reading what an aboleth can do. Sorry. What can an aboleth do? Yeah, but what can it do, really? You know. My favorite children's book. What can an aboleth do? I'm personally <laughs> not into this aboleth guy. Yeah, like what does it do? You know. What does it do? What's its gimmick? What's it, does it have anything going on besides just what's being it? a big fish? What's its deal, dude? <laughs> the the aboleth eyes you, Eugene. And it oh, spits out some of this black mucus at you, um, yeah. and it, it hits gross. you in the face. I need you to roll a DC, or not a, not a DC, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Const oh. oh, you went to the wrong, the wrong place, my guy. Wrong, wrong town. <laughs> <sighs> That's, uh, one, two, three, 23. 23, 23 holy shit uh, okay. plus five constitution this, oh, that, misses. This, that misses actually <laughs> this mucus is no match for you however as it sinks into your fur you can feel that it 
attempted to change you somehow, to like change your biology. However, um, with your hearty immune system, it was not able to do that. Guys, uh, I think he's trying to change my biology somehow. Yeah, but don't worry about it. <laughs> I got my hearty immune system. <laughs> Next up is the dire hyena with the um, the with the, the the axe wound in its shoulder. Um, it also lunges at you, Eugene, because you just tried to attack it. Um, it's going to try to bite you again. It rolls a 19. That hits. Yeah. Um, okay, it bites you in the in your little monkey leg and deals... Let me check. It deals... It starts shaking me around. Um, yes, yeah, it picks you up in the air and starts shaking you around. <laughs> And it deals 12 damage to you. Oh, shit. As it shakes shakes your body all willy-nilly. That's pretty, that's pretty metal, dude. Okay, next up is Borani. Is Borat? Borat. 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 My monkey. My monkey. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hold on just a second. Give him a moment. So is the moment. Is the whole saga is the dire hyena still in front of me, prone? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm gonna just tusk attack him again in the face, preferably. Okay. So roll that with advantage. Okay. Fine. All right, now just give him a minute. Nineteen. Give him a minute. Nineteen. That absolutely fucking hits. Um, okay, so okay. all your damage. You're lying. Oh, you're that, right. didn't hit, that didn't hit at all. It's a lying episode. You're a liar. Not true, not true, not true. Okay, that's gonna be a four slashing damage. Four slashing Whoa! damage. Oh, yeah, okay. You, uh... Yeah, you, um... Fucking eats it. You take a, take a, a big fucking chunk out of it with your tusks, and it howls in agony. Um, next and up I is say- Paul Benis. Now that's what I call a chonker. All right. Uh, um, I will um, put the grenade in the abolist's mouth. I'm going to do like Hell some yeah, monkey dude. flips. I'm going to do the monkey flip. You can place r- it gently. Jump over. Place it gently in the abolist's mouth. <laughs> I think it would probably be better for you to throw it from the golden dome than to jump on the abolith and then plop it in. All right, fine. They they call me Derek Cheater of the New York Yankees, I take the grenade and I throw it right in. So that's going to be a dexterity uh, check? Sure, yeah. How All dexterous right. are you? Yahooey! Uh, that is 17. 17? Yeah, that'll do it. Yahoo. So the Aboleth, it's barking orders these dire hyenas, take him out, give me my book! And this, as it's as it's saying that... Um, See, this, choke on this! This, this perfectly circular whole mouth at the bottom of its skull face... Uh, the grenade plops right in, and Ooh. let's roll. Let's roll for Let's roll. Gets on a motorcycle, <laughs> rides away. I rolled a nine. A nine says you cast magic missile as a fifth level spell. Ooh. I'm going to assume that means Paul Venus casts it. And oh God. And not the Aboleth, because if the Aboleth casted it, that would be kind of awful for you. Um, <laughs> let me see how much Magic Missile deals at 5th level. Show me Magic Missile! 
Google Glass, show me magic missile. Let's see. Google Glass, show me the Abolus balls. It deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage. Uh, the spell creates an extra dart for each slot above first. So Balls for like five, that would be five. So five force darts, which means five d four. I feel like it definitely is the Appaleth that's supposed to cast it. Well, it's not. <laughs> well, you're wrong. So <laughs> sorry. DM rules. Okay. So. As Paul Benus throws this um, this wild surge grenade, it plops into the creature's mouth, yeah. and you see it explode into these five separate darts of pure force energy, and the Aboleth takes 18 damage, and also Whoa. its skin turns a vibrant shade of blue. Oh, neat. Yeah, <laughs> you're blue. You're blue. I, I, look up, I look up, I point at him, I go, haha, you're blue. <laughs> oh, that makes me so angry. I don't want to be blue. If he were green, he would die. Uh, okay. Uh, all of us start uh, la- laughing like the uh, the loud junk South Park parody. <laughs> you are blue. <laughs> next up is uh, the pre. Or no, next up is the dire hyena, which is currently um, still knocked prone. Uh, really getting fucked over by this boar. It is again going to try to attack you, um, Ani, with disadvantage. It runs towards boar, Ani, and with disadvantage rolls a 15. Um, does that beat your AC as a Yeah, that hits. Okay. So it's going to bite at you, and it deals uh, 7 damage. 7. Yikes. Oh, hachi machi. So it takes a chunk out of this boar's leg. Uh, next up is spoons. Are you, I assume you're going to continue to channel. Yeah, I'm your gonna, thing? yeah. I don't have okay. much more to do. Um, I can, can I hold out my holy symbol towards the abolith. I go. Yeah. Ooh. It says stop, stop, stop it. That's annoying. Cut it out. The abolith is an atheist. Uh, next up is the priestess. She claps her hands together and shoots a lightning bolt. Let's see what she rolls. Okay, yeah, those will that'll hit. Uh, and she deals. Let's see. Twelve damage to the first dire hyena. Um, as this this lightning bolt jolts into it and then jolts out and hits the other one the one with the tusk wounds and she deals eight damage to that one okay wow next up is drist who is going to of course shoot another fireball he shoots it at the the tusk hyena uh uh rolls a natural one it blows up in his face and deals oh no he's dead <laughs> Oh, oh, five damage. Five damage to Drist as this fireball Jesus blows Christ. up his face and singes his, his Panama hat. Uh, <laughs> okay, next up is Eugene. He's got the shameless right. Finnegan hair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Eugene. What's Eugene gonna do? Uh, I'll do the standard hand axe, hand axe. Okay. Alright, 19 for one. 
Hell yeah. A natural monkey for the other, baby. Hell yeah. Ooh, okay, yeah, which one baby. do you want to deal double damage to? The one with the I'm tusk wounds do... or the other one? Which, I'm assuming the one that... The one with the tusk, tusk wounds has more health. It or has more health? It, it looks less wounded than the other one. The other one has sword wounds in it, and this fur is tinged by this lightning. Whereas the one that had been tusked, it still looks okay. It's prone, so it's not great, but it looks a little healthier than the other one. All right, then I'll use the, the 19 on the... The less healthy looking one. Okay. Alright. Take it, flip it from one hand to the other, turn around, turn backwards, and I throw it. Hey, wait, Eugene, you're a champion, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a champion. You crit on Oh, 19. I crit on a 19 and you 20. You crit on 19, so both of these are criticals. Holy you're shit. Champion. Champion oh, is a fighter subclass. Oh, yeah, that's true. I get double damage on both. Hell yeah, dude. Double, so double damage for both of these fuckers. Alright, so with this one. I'm just gonna go fucking crazy, man. Just the blood just gushing out of me, all of it, because of all the popping veins and all the popping muscles. Yes. I do a little, I do a fucking little like barrel roll, like I'm just rolling to like a sphere, like Sonic, and I'm rolling down the dome, and as I'm rolling, just two, <laughs> just fucking blurs of the hand axe just go chun chun to both of them. Okay. It's fucking, it's fucking metal, dude. Fourteen on one. Okay. And what, what's the other one? The other one is roll, roll, roll. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> so this hyena with the um, the tusk wounds, it looks up uh, from its position on the ground as this this fucking um, axe whooshes towards it and cleaves it in the skull and the the dire hyena falls over dead the other one it charges at you eugene it's pissed it's about to hit you when this axe cleaves into it and goes all the way through it and this hyena explodes in in a pool of blood and flesh wow what and flesh (laughs) i I take up both of the axes and then i just like flick them off so they're clean hell yeah okay uh, spoons, uh, we're gonna say, uh, now the combat is over, your ritual is, or not combat is over, the Adelot is still there, but now that these dire hyena is over, I think, Spoons, your ritual is done, you have succeeded, and finally, after all this time, standing in front of you, your greatest spell, your greatest creation, Oh my a god! Floating Holy disc. shit. Oh. oh my god! It's here! So it's a, it's a, what is it, a one inch, did I say, or... or... Yeah, I think I think one inch thick, <laughs> just just disc of blue and and yellow pulsating energy. Wait, one inch? It's only one inch? What? No, it's one inch thick. Oh, one, one inch, inch thick. thick. Okay. Three, three no, it's it's a one inch disc. It can only carry ants. <laughs> oh wait, so can, can I uh, do something else quickly? Just like yeah. uh, can it sit there? Well, okay. All right, so I'm gonna throw my dagger. Okay. I'm gonna throw my dagger to try and get it right in the big old Avaleth eye. Just, just. Hell yeah! Okay. Uh, give me a, a dexterity throw, a, a, a dexterity check to throw this dagger. Dexterity, more like. <laughs> I'm gonna hit someone else. I got a four. A four. It doesn't hit someone else, but you try to throw it in one of this Avaleth's three red eyes, and it just sort of falls into the water. Oh, what does it turn into? Uh, it turns into a big slab of metal. <laughs> okay, so you have a floating disc in front of you. 
Yeah, all right. I say, um, everybody, everybody, get up. <laughs> Sorry, that's not that's not any spoons voice that I've ever had. <laughs> I say, everybody, everybody, get on the fucking dish. <laughs> this is my voice when I want to command attention. Yeah, how? Well, we we established this in the in the the thing. The, thing. <laughs> yeah, the episode that hasn't come out yet. All right, everybody, get what, on the remind dish. Remind me the dimensions of the disc. <laughs> dimension of the disc are our dimension. Uh, yeah, uh, it's three dimensions. Thanks. <laughs> um, Three feet in diameter, one inch thick. Three feet in diameter. Okay, you you all crowd around this disc, and I think these survivors, these dwarves, and this orc try to get on, as well as Driss and the priestess. And there's just no room. They say, "Oh, oh, fuck!" Um, and and Driss oh, yeah. says, "Look, it's all in your hands now. You have to save our what little bit of our civilization remains. You have to save us. It's up to you." Oh man, well, we're, we're sorry, guys. Oh man. Okay, so <laughs> I, I I bring the disc to the edge of the um to the edge of the dome. Uh, I guess the other side away from the aboleth, probably right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So gonna... you, so spoons, you are swimming in this water with the well, other three monkeys. I was going to jump in. <laughs> you jump in jump, the water. Jump in the water. Do a big old okay, swan dive. Yeah, you jump in the water, and again, Can because you were touched by this aboleth, you 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 were not affected. Um. The rest of you are on this disc, and where are you taking? You're taking to this like shore area. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'm a ba- okay. backstroke. You start going. Um, the Aboleth starts following after you, saying, "Give me my book." Um, no. Okay. You you start nearing the shore. What's your plan? Um, you get to the shore. <laughs> yeah. What's your plan from there? Uh, what are you gonna, think we're we gonna, gonna do? We're gonna get the Aboleth on the shore. Just the Aboleth. Okay, how do we do that? Um, oh, I have an idea. Gonna, okay. We push gonna, it. <laughs> um, we use Mage Hand and push it on. <laughs> use Mage Hand to push the Aboleth on the shore. Well, um, well, he wants the book, right? Come, oh, Wait, Paul, th- Paul, throw the book down the cave. What cave? There's no cave. You said there was a cave. There wasn't a There's cave. There's a cave There's wall. No cave. It's a cavern wall. Does anyone... Um, does, does you're, anyone in, you're, like, you're in the cave. Like, this whole what city buff spells? What buff spells do people have? Like stuff that makes you stronger, faster, uh, all that. I have sacred it's, weapon. Yeah, it's just Paul, I think. Um, Nick, do you see. have anything? I think it's got like like jump and spider climb and whatnot, and they can use those on other people. Oh, we have uh, some spider climb. Paul, spider climb with the book up the wall, and he'll try to get you. And I want to yeah. go really fast, so Paul's we can have cool. him like slam into the the shore. Or, or onto the floating disc or something. Okay, um... Let's say, um... So that's your idea, to swim so fast that you, like, move out of the way and he slams into the shore? A big old Looney Tunes hilarious slamming okay. sound. We're gonna, we're I'll gonna let you try that without, like, with any big, enhancements, big just with your fast monkey swimming, but you'll have to give me a dexterity check. I'm gonna swim so fast? I'm just such a fast monkey. Um, okay. I'm gonna go for dexterity. Are notoriously fast swimmers. Uh, and you know what? Last time it was a four. This time it's a five. A five. No, that does not work. You try the you try to swim really fast, but you can dodge out of the way and have this creature. Wait, let me repeat that. I just made an awful noise. Uh, you try to swim really fast so that you can dodge out of the way and have this avalanche slam into the shore, but you just can't get the speed up. Um, but you you are on the shore and the avalanche is there and it says, "There's nowhere left to run. Give me the book." 
what if, what if we do like a Moana and we make a fake book and, and throw it to distract him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's go, that. Let's go look Ani at our shape shift into a book. <laughs> Everybody, look, look in your inventory. Do you got a book? Are you booksmiths? Do you guys know how to make books? <laughs> is anyone a book character here? I have a playing oh, card set. Oh, does is the priestess have a book, like a Bible or something? They're not here. Oh, I, I have my spell book. All right, I've got an idea. No, you you can't have an idea. You're a bore. What, what, <laughs> I, I assumed I changed back when I got on the floating disc. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Ani's no longer a boar. So yeah. you change back and you're, you're back. no longer a Tiktaalik or a baby. By shape-shifting, you have sort of <laughs> saved yourself from this dark magic and once again returned to your lovable baboon shape. Uh, oh my god. His voluptuous baboon shape. Shut up. I've got an idea. So we, 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 we gotta we got lure the Tiktaalik near near the shore. The and what? Use... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My brain's all jumbled. I can't stop thinking about tickly. <laughs> That's often a side effect. To a That's this is Joker origin story. We gotta lure the tickly. Okay, give us your plan on it. Okay. We gotta lure the big guy, the Abolus. We gotta get him near the shore, and I'll use Molder to to do something to him, like put put him out of the water, Look bring him up like into that. the air. Yeah. Paul, That's take the book it. out of your ass and wave it at him. Alright. <laughs> what about this rope, guys? What about a rope that we What have? are you doing with the book, Paul? Uh, I'm gonna lure him. So I'm gonna be like, Hey, thing, hey, Aboleth, I got the book. Come here. Come get the he's book. Gonna do that, he's gonna do this thing where he takes off his skin Jeez. and it's like a very like feminine leg and he just yeah. waves it. <laughs> I put the book somewhat in my ass and I start shaking my butt around. Oh, <laughs> <get> the <that> Aboleth <laughs> <laughs> takes some of his tentacles and rubs its face and says, Oh, the book. Too flustered. Roll persuasion, Paul. Okay. Uh Oh, I got good persuasion. Okay. Oh no, I don't have good persuasion. That's an eight. <laughs> it ain't. No, the abolite's not falling for it. He says, "Why don't you come out here and give me the book?" Well, we can't. Mm. Paul's afraid of the beach. Yeah, I I don't like water. Guys, guys. Okay, I have a new plan. I, it's like fishing. It's like fishing. All right, uh, who has the rope? Uh, spoons? We all, all have rope? rope. We all have rope. Oh, we all have rope, right. Hence the rope tied around my penis. Um, all right, uh, <laughs> you know, where else am I going to put it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't have a bag. I think I shove stuff up my ass and my dick. All right, uh, all right, guys. It's just like my, it's just like the fishing trip we were about to go on from the beginning of this adventure. It's a call. Oh, it's it's like symbolic a, almost. It's, a, it's symbolic callback. All right, we're going to go fishing with this Abolith. I'm going to tie this book and I'm going to like put it in his mouth and we're all going to pull him up. <laughs> You're going to try to. How are you going to get the Abolith to swallow the book? Well, he's not going to use his. T we're going to make him swallow the book. Or what? we're just going to. Wouldn't that give him the power of the book? This is what we, know. guys, this is what we call trolling, uh, okay? So we're going to put the book in front of him with the rope, and he's going to totally fall for it and come on ashore, okay? It'll 100% work. Let's just, let's so you're just going to try to, like, 
hold the like drop the book in the water like slightly in front of him yeah and then keep pulling it back luring him towards the exactly. shore <laughs> it's a classic okay. fishing maneuver i'm gonna have the aboleth roll an intelligence check to see if that works <laughs> it's it's invisible um, rope uh seven that's <laughs> not good okay <laughs> dumbass um so tell me exactly what you do paul venus all right so i tie uh, the rope around the book, so it's kind of like a lasso, you know? So I, ha- I can have part of the rope where I can hold it, and then I toss it mm-hmm. into the water in front of him. You know, okay. with Paul, with things like this, you gotta be patient. You gotta let the fish come to you. That's right, you that's just, right. You yeah. can't force the fish on, you know? Mm-hmm. So this book, to teach you more later. <laughs> this book is floating on the surface of this time water with a rope tying it, uh, a rope tied to it. The other end of the rope held by Paul Venus. It's probably about 20 feet out from the shore ah, in yes. front of this Aboleth. And the Aboleth says, Oh, oh there it is. My book. My book. And he starts swimming towards it. Pull! He <laughs> starts slowly voice? pulling it. You slowly pull the book backwards towards you with the Aboleth <laughs> coming closer until it gets right adjacent to the shore, about a foot away from the shore. What do you do? All right. Hmm? Ani, nab him. Nabamani. Wait, hang on. Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I can. I can unless he's on the dirt or the earth. Then I don't think I can. No, do I, much I thought to you him. were gonna. I thought you said you were gonna like extend the shore with your mold earth. I. I. I can't. Mold earth isn't that powerful. I can. It's. I can like move a small portion of dirt. <laughs> uh, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. like earth bending. So plan plan mold earth is is uh, defunct. <laughs> Fuck. That one's that was no longer working. However, you do have the apple of the right in front of you. Okay, guys, we're gonna actually do some real fishing, and we're gonna get him onto the the dome. So we're gonna make him eat the book, and then I'm gonna need everyone. Well, well what we have to do is we we have to make the book tasty. What does the apple like to eat? I mean, it likes to eat books, right? Didn't it eat the book the first time, or was it just uh, holding you know, it? it? It was reading it like how most people do with books. I don't know. Those oh, tablets are weird. Hey, uh, uh, Ani, Ani, turn into something tasty. Yeah, what about the cow? Does he like steak? Does turn he like, into a broth. Like beef. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, are you going to fish with Ani as the bait? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ani, I'll let you turn into a cow if you want. I don't think they have a higher critical rating or a, a, a higher challenge rating than one fourth. Okay. Right. Cow. You're gonna turn into a cow. You're gonna be the bait, Ani. Don't worry, nothing bad is gonna happen to you. Everything's gonna be safe and fine. Okay. We, we're gonna start tying the rope around Ani's like midsection. Yeah. All right, Paul. I gotta tell you something. You know how on the on when we started the fishing trip, I was gonna show you how to do the perfect cast. Oh yeah, show me that cast. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna show I'm gonna pantomime it to you because I don't want to steal this important moment from you. Okay. Well, a man a man's first fishing trip is a very big moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of so without the fish without the rope in my hand I kind of mimic like a really good fisherman's cast because I'm an old man I know how to fish. Uh huh. Uh huh. So follow what I do, okay? You don't even okay. have a fishing rod. You just have a rope. Yeah, I know, but this is my, this. It looks like it's Harrison. Don't you don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. You're ruining this for <laughs> you're, everybody. You're ruining the immersion, Harrison. <laughs> this is my Joker origin story. 
All right. So this is how you do it, okay, Paul? Yeah. Spoons, I want you to see this too, because every man needs to know how to fish. Hello. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the fish. All right, ready? All right. I Paul, see a fish follow there. Me. Follow me, Paul. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, yeah. Go. Go. Okay. And you Ani toss out. you you toss Ani. <laughs> Ani, have you turned into a cow? By the way. Yeah, I'm a cow. You with you toss Ani out into the you toss cow Ani out into this time water, and the cow starts shifting. I don't know what it starts shifting to, but you toss him out, and and this is such a funny idea. I don't care anymore. The Avalef says. Oh, I am a bit peckish. Thank you. <laughs> and, and chomps down on this cow. Three, with big two, all right, Eugene, oh. I need you to get that super strength that you did when we were fighting Elvis. I need some veins to be popping. Reel okay. All three of you are all. Are, is just Eugene pulling? No, no it's all three of us. This is this is symbolic yeah. moment, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in this symbolic moment. <laughs> <laughs> Spoons Rango, Eugene T Monkey, and Paul Beanus start pulling Kawani with this, with this rope. <laughs> Trying to pull the Aboleth onto the shore. Uh, all three of you give me a strength check. I'll take the highest one. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh no, it's a, I, I would have to prepare that. It's easily Let's go. Natural Monkey! I got a natural one. Natural monkey. I'll take the natural monkey, of course. With the three of you pulling together, and I think <laughs> uh, Spoons' hands slip, but he falls into the dirt. But the other two of you, you pull and you tug, and you lift this ablef onto the shore, and <laughs> you pop Cow Ani out of his mouth. Uh, Ani, go ahead and take uh, how much damage from that. I guess some of this mucus starts to burn you, um, and you take... Mm, that smells um, pretty good. <laughs> Who's making burgers? Uh, tin damage. Uh, I'm going to say cows have tin damage, so you, you turn back. I don't think there is a cow stat block, so let's say cows have tin damage. You, po you uh, pop back into your baboon shape as, as you get yanked out of this aboleth's mouth. Um... And, uh, it says, wait, what, where's, no, not land, no, anything but, oh, 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 oh. Its body starts to dry out, its, 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 its tentacles and its flesh become wrinkly, and, and it, it, it almost, like, compacts a little bit, like, like a wrinkled up grocery bag, wow. and oh, you have in front of you a water on him, left. I get on top. He's gonna die. I get on top of him and I say, uh, "Welcome to Earth." Okay. So because you've done that, because you have um, taken this Abeleth out of out of the water, um, I am going to greatly decrease his health, like infinitesimally, infinitesimally decrease his health. Yes. Um. Yeah. As you have this beached, wrinkled aboleth in front of you, let's go with the previous um, d uh, previous initiative. Eugene, you're up. Okay. Fuck uh, them up. Kill we're them. Just gonna go, we're just gonna go ahead with the hand axe. Well, not the hand axe, the battle axe. Okay. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. 
Uh, that is 15 to hit. Uh, let me check. Um, no, that doesn't hit. I hit my head again. You hit your head again. Okay. You try to hit the Sabaleth, but you just barely miss. Just barely miss. Um, uh, I wanted and... someone else to have this moment, you know? <laughs> Next up is the Aboleth. It takes out one of these wrinkled tentacles and tries to swipe it at you. Um, that's a natural one. It does not hit you. In fact, it slaps itself in the face <laughs> and takes... Uh, 12 damage. It dies. It, just slaps itself. it doesn't die, but it does look awful. Like I said, it's a super wrinkled Aboleth. Uh, next like up me. is Ani. Uh, hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm going to cast Flame Blades and get a, a big a big flaming sword in my hand. Dope. And I'm going sw- to swipe at them. Okay. Uh, roll a hit. 17. Hell yeah. Okay. That, that just hits it, and um, you plunge this flaming blade into this already dried up, shriveled Aboleth. Uh, roll damage. Okay. Hang on a second. Ah! Oh. Oh, I <laughs> Problem. <laughs> you mad, bro? You uh, mad, bro? I think the Aboleth is, I think the Aboleth is mad because we trolled him so hard. Yeah, okay, that's nine chill. damage. Nine damage. You 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 plunge through its skull and, and cut off maybe one of these 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 red glowing eyes. Um, Take a big juicy bite out of it. Yes, and there's a big hole in its head. Uh, next up is you, Paul Venus. All right, I am gonna now cast Channel Divinity again. Oh wait, no, no, no. Yeah, Sacred Weapon. Okay, your sword starts to vibrate and glow. I have the power. Yeah, that's an 18. Ooh. 18, that hits. Okay, uh, let's see, where's my G8? And that's five. <laughs> five damage. Okay, yeah. so this Aboleth looks super fucking bloodied. You you slice its fucking skull again. Maybe go do a double take, slice it in the belly with this vibrating sword. It gets these fish guts start spilling out. Uh, you're up, Spoons. I'm up. Uh, uh, I'm up. I, I stand up because I fell okay. back on her. <laughs> I'm going to go use unarmed strike because I threw my dagger. I'm just going to punch the shit out of him. Okay. You're going to punch the shit out of him. Do you say anything as you punch this Aboleth? I go... Ew. He says, Spoons. Come on, Spoons. We're friends, remember? Come on, Come on buddy. Spoons. I go, uh, I go, you just got trolled. <laughs> I punch him. <laughs> Classic one-liner. Okay, I'm not going to make you roll to hit, because he's super fucking weak. His armor class no longer means shit. Um, just roll damage. I think it's a 1d4 for unarmed strike. Um, I think. No, for me, it's just one damage, I think. Oh, one damage does it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he, had one, he had one HP left. You you punch him in the face, and that's that's it. That does it. And this sickening wheeze comes out of him. Probably as he feels goes, gross. Please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> before, before he dies, can I 
do wild shape to turn into a caracal and walk up to him and say, we flop out at your party. <laughs> you can't, because you can't talk under wild shape. But Fuck. You can't make, can make an implied big flopper reference. <laughs> um, and he, um, this body, this fish body sort of deflates as this disgusting fish gas shoots out of it. And the Aboleth Admiral Zeg is dead. Yeah. How are we feeling about sushi tonight, boys? Looks into we camera. Did it. <laughs> and the water, time water, starts to sink. And as it oh. sinks, water. these these um most most of the creatures, like the, the trolls and whatnot, they're all drowned. However, these um what few um what few uh uh caps what few spider people remain that haven't been killed by other spider people there's not a ton but they start to change back and <gasps> and you see this city has taken a lot of damage but it's not completely dead there are still some people and they're looking around and rubbing their eyes and going what the what the hell and um what the freak what's going and, on and uh, the the water uh retreats and the Minzo Baron's hand is dry once more. Boys, I think we just I saved a city. Woo. We did it. We saved the city. We said that was the one bad gloop. So let's cut ahead a little bit. You've ri- you've risen out of Minzo Baron's hand with this. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to time skip you a little bit just telling it, Tad, because this episode's running pretty long. Um, you, you've risen up on this wooden platform that takes you out of Minzo Baron's end, and standing there is um, is Driss Donovan. And he says, thank you guys, you've done a lot of good. Yeah, I know. You saved yeah. our city. <laughs> yeah, you know, thanks. Of course, yeah. You know. It's our job, just, you know. Uh, well, I, I wanted to... S- yeah. So you go first. No, you go first. Oh, uh, I, I think that I think that the the Maldoff will probably say that this is all up to code. So um, so yeah, I think I think we're good here. Thanks, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean justice gets sloppy in Maldoff and Minzo Baron's and anyway, I wanted to cool. see you up here, and you you all sort of step off of this wooden platform back onto this mountain, and he says, "Well, I'll see you," and he turns around to get back onto the platform, but then he turns around and he says, "Wait." Just one more thing. What? What? Uh, sorry, I hate to you know, be like this, but uh, the book, that book you took, I'm gonna need it. Uh, I make my eyes look uh, like What book? What? The, Is look, it... I mean, it's, look, uh, this seems like something that would be of interest to the Maldovian government, to Malg. Just, uh, please don't cause me any trouble on this. Is, is, is he, there like, is is there like the a edge. mechanism that makes like the, the thing Wait, go? Like a big let's crank? let's have a, a monkey huddle. Monkey, Wait, monkey huddle. huddle. Okay, huddle. one second, bro. Hello, Wait. yes. Wait, why, yeah, t- why, do we, why do we need this book again? <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the high mage. The high mage, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, um, so the book is on my ass right now, so just play dumb. Alright, play dumb. We don't know the book. We, we left it up at the dome. We left it up at the oh, dome. So yeah, he, is, yes, he, he was at the dome. He was just at the dome. Wait, uh, well, is, he, is he on the edge of, of the thing? Like, of the... Or what yeah, he's on the wooden platform. He's on the... And is there just, like, a pit below him? Into the city? Yes. Yeah, should should we push him? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I think I'm, I'm just gonna get up okay. real close. I'll, I'll say close there's maybe... There's maybe some... Some edge between the wooden platform and the pit. 
Also, there's maybe some some uh, some some uh, little uncovered pit there. Okay. I'm gonna get as close as I can without seeming suspicious while they try and convince him we left the book over there, just in case. Okay, that's on. Oh, tabletop, tabletop. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak behind him and, yeah. and get into and the I'm gonna, position. Yeah, we're gonna tabletop him. Okay. Oh, we're, we're gonna tabletop him. We're oh, tabletop. He's gonna go off the cliff. Oh, yeah, too. we're tabletopping, baby. Okay. So it's like middle school all over again. So as as <laughs> you people are are talking to him, uh, tell me exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So like uh, the book, I think it's like it's still in the Ablet's mouth, or maybe yeah, it's up its game. We did a we did a whole fishing thing going on. Maybe maybe it like fell because I have no idea where it is. Like it could be. As we're saying that, Spoons gets behind. Spoons gets behind. Um. Uh, Donovan and gets in a crouching position or a, 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 like an all fours position, like a table position. Uh-huh. Uh, as as um, Drist and Spoons together are right against the edge of this wooden platform, overlooking this big deep pit. Oh wait, Drist, Drist! I know where it is. I know where it is. I know where the book is. What? Where is it? It's at the bottom of the tower, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do you push him? Yeah. Oh no. And I rolled a fifteen. If that. Okay, that'll oh. do it. Yeah. You push Drist over Spoons, and he tumbles into the darkness. He hits his head on a rock. Uh, he goes, oh, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow, oh, damn, oh, ow, and falls into the darkness below. Drist, are you okay? I think he's dead. You <laughs> cannot see that go. far down. Minzo Berenzen is very deep. You cannot see <laughs> what can we, can I hear him? Fuck, Paul. <laughs> he was like our main we gotta ally. Go. We time. gotta go. Drist. No, we gotta return to like the Yeah, the dwarf that controls the mechanism looks at you like, what? What just happened? I don't know. He slipped. Cool he, tr- he, he, he slipped and fell. I don't know what happened. He slipped. He was there and now he's not. Okay. He wasn't posing a threat to us at all. He helped us get over this. Guys, what matters is... the dwarf and throw him off? <laughs> we tabletop him too. <laughs> uh, yeah, what matters is it's happened. It's already done with. Okay, so let's just move on. We gotta go. Okay, okay we gotta return this book. You walk let's... away to where your uh, your flying carpet is. Your flying strip of astroturf is parked. <laughs> and I guess you get onto <laughs> I it. Was astroturf. <laughs> As you're doing that, uh, though, you see in the side of this mountain, you see Morticia Adams' family walking. <laughs> and she looks completely gloomy. She has this brooding expression on, and she looks like her life has been totally shattered. Uh. And she sees something, she looks up, and she looks sort of directly ahead of her, ahead of her and you almost don't notice it at first, because it's something you really wouldn't expect to be just here on the side of a mountain. It's a tavern. And she steps inside, <gasps> and the tavern it's disappears. It's a tavern. Oh, oh my shit. god. So you lost your you lost your bride. My, my dame. Sorry, Spoons. But you know what they say, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And spoons probably was tabletop chair. <laughs> it was a big fish back. So you're on the um you're on the flying carpet now? The flying astroturf? Yeah. yeah, we're we're flying to we're okay, flying cool, to cool, you're done. Arc's over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Happy. good job guys. We did it. We murdered someone. <laughs> <laughs> we I've... solved your abolith puzzle. Yeah, so we solved your abolith problem here. Hey, hey, high mage. So we solved that little problem and made some friends along. Actually, no, we didn't. Uh, we actually made it and then we, we murdered made less some friends. friends. Yeah. We, we, we made it our friend and now we he's We made gone. and murdered a friend. <laughs> we made a friend and then when he tried to do the job of his employment, we killed him. Is what we did. <laughs> <laughs>